Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do the things that inspire them, and welcome to the iHemp Revolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profits. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? My guest today is John Patterson. John Patterson is the Educational Director at Hemp Solutions USA. He became interested in sustainable living at a young age and designed and built a solar-powered home near Fort Collins, Colorado. John has been a carpenter, coffee house owner, and martial arts instructor. He began working in industrial hemp as a professional in 2011 when he attended Steve Allen's first U.S. hemp building workshop in Prescott, Wisconsin. John teaches hands-on industrial hemp workshops showing people how to make hempcrete and build hemp houses in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Nebraska, New Mexico, Colorado, and he also has plans to conduct workshops in Eastern Europe in the near future. So, John, welcome to the iHemp Revolution. Thank you, Coach Freddie. Happy to be here. Well, John, so can you tell us and, and give us a little more background on yourself and how you got started and just why industrial hemp? And, and I understand that as a young kid, you watched the law enforcement agents in Illinois cut down a field of industrial hemp and burn it. What was that experience like, and how did that experience influence you? Uh, I was a pretty pretty little kid, probably eight or nine, and I remember going to my uncle's house, and we he lived on a little probably five-acre ranch uh, that I and I remember showing up there one day, and there was, uh, uh, they had their lights going and talking through their megaphones and cutting it down and burning it. And I, I remember, I remember that day, and I, I remember that I was very confused. I didn't understand it, and nobody could really explain it. They, they said that it was marijuana and that it was dangerous, but there it was just growing out in the field, and they said that it just grew wild. And, and so I did remember that, uh, but not until I'd gotten back into industrial hemp as, as an adult and, uh, kind of how that came about. I was a carpenter and, and always interested in a better way to build a house and the city of Fort Collins was having some green code classes. So I thought, well, I ought to go to these. And so in fact, they, they required it. So I went and, uh, but I was excited to learn that maybe that the green building was coming more mainstream but what I realized after three days of classes was that all that we were doing to green up our buildings was adding more and more chemical and oil-based products to keep the air inside of the house we weren't really doing anything to make our homes more green from the materials that we were using so I decided kind of at that point in time that I wasn't in any place to complain because I didn't have a better solution. But I thought, well, what if I found a better solution? So I got online that day and searched around. And that's when I found uh, Steve's class out there in Wisconsin, uh, organized by Ken Anderson. And so I flew out there and ended up taking that class for three days. And it completely changed the way that I looked at 
what the building industry could be. Um, and so both of those experiences were big influences on me. So you're the educational director at Hemp Solutions USA. Can you tell us about just what your mission as the educational director? Essentially what Hemp Solutions does, we're, we're in, into the uh, finding products for industrial hemp. And once we can find the products, then we try to source those materials. And when we can source those materials, then we can offer those to our clients. So right now we've got grassroots grow mats uh, made out of industrial hemp, which provide a really good bed uh, to grow your microgreens and your uh, sprouts. And those are real popular amongst the, the greenhouse growers and, and things like that. And also the industrial hemp herd is which what we use to make the hempcrete. Uh, but it's also good for animal bedding and, and a variety of other uses that you can use for that. So as Hemp Solutions builds its organization, uh, we're really working. We know the farmers are going to grow it, and we want to help with the processing and then the manufacturing of that product. And we know to accomplish that mission, education is a pretty big part of that role. So that's where I kind of come in. I'm, I'm an educator at heart, and so uh, that's what we're up to. I've been interested in the tiny house movement for a few years now. And, in fact, my world headquarters is right here on St. Thomas, the U.S. Virgin Islands. And I have a studio office here. And I love it. And so you have a website called tinyhemphouses.com. So tell us a little bit about tinyhemphouses.com and what that's all about. Well... TinyHempHouses.com. It came about uh, when we were ready to host Steve Allen from Ireland, uh, the author of Hemp Building. He's internationally recognized, and I understand that I've got a lot to learn, so we wanted to host him for a workshop, so we framed up our first 10 by 12 tiny house down there in Berthoud, and then we had him out for a three-day workshop, and that the, the whole goal of that uh particular project, which is the focus of tinyhemphouses.com, was for both education and also proof of concept. And uh, we accomplished both. We've had several classes down there. Uh, we can uh, do, conduct tours if anybody wants to see what we've done down there. And like you say, uh, tiny house living is really nothing new. In fact, lots of people, you know, just a roof over your head. And the overall tiny house movement that's happening worldwide is really exciting and when we make them out of hemp they're even more sustainable and more more comfortable to live in especially when you've got a tiny space you want to make sure that you're mitigating your mold and your mildew correctly and the hemp does really well at keeping that at bay and also keeping a more constant temperature. I noticed on your website that you had hempcrete recipes well, my first career was in the baking industry. Tell us about a hempcrete recipe. <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, there's only a few ingredients in in the hempcrete uh, recipe, and it, and it is if you ever work with concrete, um, it's similar to mixing with that where you add water to a, a cementous type of material. And the only difference really is that we add a couple of different things in that recipe, and we also add industrial hemp, the plant material. That's where it is different, and it's it's different to mix. So really it's only industrial hemp, the actual herd, the inner part of the stock, and 
lime, it's a limestone, a crushed limestone essentially, and then fired to a, a certain level. Very popular uh, since the beginning of building stuff over in Europe and things like that. We've kind of gotten away from true lime building here in the United States, uh, but we're bringing it back. And it's a common ingredient that's actually in regular Portland cement. And then water and some sort of a, uh, a, a binder that allows your your mix to set a little bit quicker. So sometimes people use Portland cement in the do-it-yourself recipe. There's also natural hydraulic lime and other ways to hydraulically set that mix. So it's only a few different things. You can make uh, all kinds of different things with uh, uh, the same recipe or slightly varying recipes. There is a company in, I believe, France that makes a can of, can of bricks and they make their they produce them. Uh, and I know there's several uh, United States manufacturers that are reaching out to us for the raw material to make some bricks. So we'll see how that advances in the next few years. Mm-hmm. So what about the local codes to building, especially a tiny house and a tiny hemp house? Let's see. Tiny houses are, uh, they can be either under the code, so for instance, Larimer County, if you build less than 120 square foot, you don't need a building permit unless you're going to put plumbing and electrical in there and then you might need a permit. Okay. And that depends on whether or not you can get a permit, depends on your land use. Can you have another physical structure on that property or not? And that's going to be due to each individual uh, land use restriction. If you can have a house, if you can get a building permit, uh, then the next next part of any building project is you've got to work with that local municipality so that they're, they are assured that you're building a safe house that's going to last for the long term. So overall, their mission is one that we've all agreed to and wise that we ought to have safe structures to live in. Now, with dealing with the building departments, um, you've got a couple of different choices. You can go in there uh, um, and immediately tell them that you're building a house uh, using industrial hemp. And uh, depending on how you dress and how prepared you are and how professional you are, makes a big difference as far as whether or not they're going to believe in what your mission is or not. So I kind of, you know, you don't really, I sell the benefits first, uh, especially with the building department or any building material professional. Uh, we're building a more sustainable, we're, we're fitting, we're fitting your green movement better than anything else than you're currently improving. Uh, so we're just using another alternative and alternative is a big word in the building department that uh, a straw bale home or an earthship, things like that are alternatively built homes using some sort of alternative material. Now, the advantage we have with industrial hemp is we're not changing framing. We're not changing electrical, only minute changes. All we're doing is using hempcrete as a replacement for drywall, insulation, exterior boarding, house wrap, siding, caulk, paint, all-in-one thermal wall system that is more energy efficient, fire resistant, less air infiltration, less likely to get mold and mildew uh, both on the inside and the outside of your house. Um, and so overall, healthier and more comfortable to live in, which is our, our prime benefits uh, that we like to tell people about for building a house, uh, an industrial hemp house. So if you go uh, 
at them uh, and talk to them in that language, talk to them in their language, and have a good engineer, uh, an engineer that understands hempcrete and has done the research where there's plenty of information, plenty of tests that have come out of Europe that an engineer can can use to specify our product. Our, our, our hempcrete recipes are very similar to what they're using in Europe, and sometimes they're exactly the same. So with a good engineer speaking their language, I found that more and more uh, the people that are responsible for enforcing those codes are receptive, but it depends on the language that you speak to them. So uh, what about the cost effectiveness of the material cost and everything? I know right now it's probably uh, more expensive, but how do you see that? Well, even with... We're importing it from from a couple of different sources in Europe, uh, and so as you can imagine, it's got to come over on a boat, and it takes a while, and it's and it's not you know I mean it it takes a fair amount of it to build a house, so we have some importing cost. However, even so, um, if you're going to build a house, if you're going to custom build a home in this in this market, you're going to take some consideration into how you're going to make that more energy efficient and in fact the code even requires it in a lot of areas so if you're going to do that you're going to you're going to choose something you're going to do geothermal energy solar heating maybe um, super insulate your house a number of different things that you might choose to do when you're going to custom build a home and we we compete fairly well even even on those those levels of houses now if you're going to build a straw bale house and you're going to hire a contractor to do that, we can, in most cases, maybe even beat those prices. Uh, now, the thermal wall system that we build, it has some impact on price and it may be more expensive than your uh, mass-produced housing that a lot a lot of things go up, but not so much more than, than the custom home price. Okay. And as we start to source that locally and start to process that locally, we're hoping that we do save on those import costs, and that price can come down. Okay, so you talked about framing your house, uh, the tiny house. Uh, so tell us about the framing. That's pretty standard. Yeah, it was a real simple. In fact, you can even simplify a lot of your framing with hempcrete uh, once you kind of learn some of the little intricacies. What you're doing is you're building a, a monolithic thermal wall system, which means that the hemp encases all the floor, the walls, and the ceiling, and there's very little chance for air infiltration um, anywhere around there. So your framing can... Uh, we, we used a post and beam frame on that. Very simple. Not many cuts, not many joints or anything. Um, and it's actually even stronger than the timber frame in some ways. Um, so that that's a very easy part. Even even can be simplified and use less lumber. However, you can use a standard stick frame as well. Um, so a number of different framing options, and there's only a couple of little details based on where you where you set your framing. And we cover a lot of that stuff in our workshops, where I've got some good drawings to help you out with that too. Okay, great. So. How do you see industrial hemp changing the construction industry? Well, like the story I told earlier when I sat in those green building classes, I think the communities and the, the homeowners and, and 
they really do want greener homes. But right now, there's not very many options. And I've studied about straw bales and earth ships and things like that. And those are very small cottage industries. There's only a certain amount of those built because they inherently by design, it's really hard to take a whole bunch of straw bales, for instance, and build a commercial or a federal building. The federal government, uh, the United States Department of Agriculture, has a, a bio-preferred uh, pro- procurement program where they're encouraging everybody that they source from to have more bio-based products. But there's not very many available that perform as well and have so many different options to build things out of than industrial hemp. So I see it becoming more and more mainstream. We can make so many different products in the building industry using industrial hemp, from insulation to plywood um, to uh, one of the things I'm really excited about is the plastic market. Uh, when we're able to actually get, for a reasonable price, the ability to make a bio-based plastic using the industrial hemp, then that really can change Everything we can make our siding, we can make our trim, we can make our flooring out of, out of it, our countertops, our furniture, using an industrial hemp. Where do you see your business in three years from now, John? Well, Freddie, in three years. Uh, but what's about to happen is there's just some really exciting things. There's uh, we've got the grower, we've got the farmers growing it. We've got more and more states legalizing uh, industrial hemp production nationwide. And I happen to be here in Colorado, uh, the first state that actually had a legal hemp harvest. And so in three years, we hope to really have our processing facilities set up here in Colorado. And we hope to have uh, some regionally placed industrial hemp processing plants so that the farmers can easily get their things processed and made into the products that the consumers are wanting. So once we get the processing set up, we're going to continue to educate and build these different markets, uh, such as building materials. And we hope to have, you know, maybe five products on the market in three years. So, you know, out of all the thousands of products that can be produced with hemp, what is one or maybe two products that you see taking the lead here at the beginning? Well, aside from the medicinal part, the CBDs and things like that, which is really driving a lot of where the farmers are going because they see um, an immediate need for the healing aspects of industrial hemp. Uh, But that's not really the part that I'm in. I'm more into the materials, what we can actually make out of it. And uh, really it is those, uh, uh, that, that plastics, uh, we can make cars. You might have heard that Henry Ford made a car using some industrial hemp plastics. And so we can essentially take the, the glue that comes from the industrial hemp plant combined with its fiber and make just in about anything. Uh, car panels, BMW is using it in their cars. And in the building industry, that ability, when we can get that at a reasonable cost, we can literally start building everything out of it from decking to flooring to the siding and the roofing and all that stuff. So I'm really excited about what it's going to do for the building industry in specific. 
people always ask me, you know, how can I get involved? How can people best get involved with the industrial hemp industry? Well, I think uh, in the coming years, there's going to be so many different opportunities. There are actually going to be jobs. As industrial hemp uh, advocates, we have actually touted the fact that we were going to help the economies and bring jobs. Well, it's really time to do that. But those jobs are only going to be there if uh, the pioneers that are involved in it uh, right now really, really uh, step up to the plate and make that happen. So right now, you know, leaders, developers, things like that, other people, you know, with talents from other industries, it's a great time to get into this industry. There are so many different hemp companies that are up and coming and so many different for, for the true entrepreneur, there's, there's products available, the food products already. You can, you can get the, you can get the hemp seed, uh, coming out of Canada and make your hemp bars or your, uh, hemp burgers. I have several people that have, you know, are doing that. The, the Carla Malone at, uh, hemp, hemp way foods. She just, you know, decided that's what it had changed her life when she started eating hemp. So she decided to open a company. And she's doing very well for herself. And probably pretty soon she'll be hiring. And so, you know, maybe we don't have uh, hundreds of jobs just yet, but, you know, uh, that's coming. And that's part of our mission is to really do what we've said that we were going to do, and that's provide jobs. We've got some internships available. You can get involved in helping with that. You know, you can attend our workshops. uh, And anybody that attends our workshops, those are going to be the ones that we call on when we need other instructors, assistant instructors to help out, but also when it's time to put together a hemp building crew, the first people we'll call are the ones that attended our class. You know, John, I want to really thank you for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution. Now, how can people find you? You you have a couple websites there. What's your website and email addresses? Okay. Hemp-solutions.org and tinyhemphouses.com You have an email address, john at hemp-solutions.org Okay, so great. Thanks again, John. And I want to thank all our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes and give us a review. Go to facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution, like us and tell your friends and help spread the word about the iHempRevolution on Twitter, LinkedIn, and how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profits. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do the things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHempRevolution.